My name is Sean Rapier, and I love Disneyland. I love the attractions, the food, the parades. Really, I love it all. And when I can't actually be at the parks, I love talking to other Disneyland superfans. That's why I created this podcast. In each episode, a rotating group of co-hosts and I will break down what really makes Disneyland the happiest place on earth. So let's leave today and enter the world of yesterday, tomorrow, and fantasy. This is the Castle Collective. And welcome to another episode of the Castle Collective. And here we have on the show as guests. It's so funny because I'm in your studio, but you're my guests. Uh, we have Sean and Brian Lords of Word on the Main Street podcast. Hello, gentlemen. So glad to be here. Happy to be here. I'm also glad to be here. Yes, we are in Sean's home, so it's good to be good to be here. Uh, we just finished recording an episode of Word on the Main Street. And uh, why don't you tell us and remind us once again what Word on the Main Street is. Well, Word on the Main Street is a little project that Sean came up with that I kind of merged in on. It was kind of weird. Because it was. I was planning on doing it. Uh, with somebody I, else. How I think dare I had he? talked to Braden about it. <laughs> and then Brian, I hadn't told you about it, but yeah. he was like, I was thinking we should do like a podcast on Disneyland or something. Yeah. Like, hey, like, hey, well, you can join us. Hey, I'm already doing <laughs> this with somebody else. <laughs> and you're now how many episodes? Uh, oh. With the last one we recorded, which was with you. It's probably not current when this releases. Yeah, but, but about... The last one we recorded was with Sean here, and that was episode 175. So close. 175 episodes <laughs> in. So guys. close to 200. It's it's just amazing. And you guys are, in fact, brothers. Yes, I am coincidence that you share the same last name so it's true it's a great podcast it's my favorite podcast and i'm very fortunate to be on it every once in a while and today we have sean and brian here uh if you have not listened yet go back to where we rank our dark rides Ooh. that is such a fun episode it, it was, was brutal so to do <laughs> it was brutal but this it was one, so fun i to think do. is harder i think this is even harder <laughs> i so. agree but we are going to try to rank the lands. Uh, another ranking episode. I'm not sure now, if I'm ready, but I, I think I'm. I think I'm going to call on you guys every time for the ranking episodes. <laughs> I know some of them I'm for sure set on, but some of them may change. I know I might switch around some too. I've already switched about five. Of them. I don't know. Uh, just to go through the lands, uh, so you know what uh, is a land. Uh, there is uh, Critter Country. There's Frontierland. Tomorrowland. Uh, Mickey's Toontown, Fantasyland, Galaxy's Edge, Adventureland, New Orleans Square, and uh, and Main Street counts as a land as well. Of course. So some of those, you know, we typically think of Adventureland and, you know, Tomorrowland, Fantasyland, you know, but of course, uh, you know, Main Street and Galaxy's Edge is its own land. Mm-hmm. In fact, 99% of the people in the world call it Star Wars land. <laughs> yeah. So, and Critter Country is its own land. So those are the lands. There are nine of them. We're going to go through our list of nine. And again, we might be, you might hear tapping of fingers on phones as we're switching things around. Uh, but we're going to, we're going to kick things off. We're going to get it started. We're going to start with Brian. Oh Brian, man. I'm, tell us your number nine. I'm so nervous to be the one starting because I don't want to be the first one to disappoint people. <laughs> kick us but off. Number nine. You're coming least in land. at my number nine. And it's not that I don't like it, but right now I really don't like the situation that it's in. And that is Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland came in your last Tomorrowland. 
Tomorrowland is also my last place. I had a feeling. <laughs> it is my number nine with a bullet, by the way. This was the easiest one for me. How about Sean? Where are you on number nine? Uh, so I'm, I just edited some stuff. but <laughs> <laughs> Changing on the fly. Uh, mine is not Tomorrowland. Wow. You want me to tell you my nine, right? Yeah, and then we'll talk about both of the My lines. number nine is, it was hard, okay? Don't judge me, uh, but Toontown. Toontown is your nine. Okay. okay, I get that. I can get behind that. All right, so let's start off uh, with our nines. Let's start off talking about Tomorrowland since you kicked it off, Brian. Tell us why it's your last place. Oh, as much as I love the three attract, I would say just three attractions. No, four, I guess, technically with the subs. Uh, as much as I love the attractions... Tomorrowland is desperately in need for a makeover. Oh, yeah. And if you've listened to me talk about this on Word on the Main Street, this is no surprise to you that I feel this way because Tomorrowland is not tomorrow anymore. It hasn't been for some time. Um, it's either been Today Land or Yesterday Land. And I feel like we need to refresh that. And I feel like there's things that can be done to make it more tomorrow ish. And that's the biggest reason why it's in last place for me. Absolutely. Nice. Sean, where did uh, where did Tomorrowland fall for you? Uh, after some switching around, uh, <laughs> number eight. Number eight. Yeah. Okay. So it was your number eight. Yeah. All right. So it. Ranked very low. Yeah. Tell us your thoughts on why it's so low. Uh, ditto, basically, for what Brian said. Uh, it's just so outdated. There's so much in there that's just not being used. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you've got the uh, the people mover track that's just sitting mm-hmm. there. Uh, you've got the Innoventions building that is Star Wars themed, but there's <coughs> really not much in there either. Yep. Uh, it's just, it's almost a dead land. Yeah. Which, you got the preview theater that used to be yeah. Captain EO. I know Sean will yes, forever <laughs> miss Captain EO. I don't know that I will, but... So when, when I was a kid, and, and I'm 48 years old now, uh, when I was a kid, uh, and actually I remember when Star Tours opened, you know, but you'd walk in and you had Star Tours right there. I'm, I'll say in, in the heyday. Uh, right there, you had the Circle Vision Theater, which mm-hmm. was awesome. Uh, you had Starcade, which was the great attraction of the '80s. You know, it was this was the most magical land there was. We would spend half our day in Tomorrowland. You had Captain EO in the Magic Eye Theater, that was revolutionary. <laughs> I mean, I can't overstate how big Captain EO was. Michael Jackson was the greatest star of all time. And here he was, 3D, which blew your mind. And then the seats rocked, and it was incredible. He was there to change the world. Uh, he was there to change the world, <laughs> yes. And and then you had, of course, Space Mountain, unbelievable. You had America Sings was, was back <laughs> I there. I wish I could have seen that. Yeah. Awesome. And before that, you know, not that I remember Carousel of Progress being there, but you had, but before Innoventions, which was even then was kind of a patched together thing, uh, and then you had the um, the rockets on on top. 
You had the uh, people mover. There was so much yeah, going on. a lot of movement, a lot of motion. And now you've got the rockets out in front. It's not mm-hmm. even really in the land. It's out by the French fries or whatever. Um, and French then you've fries. got <laughs> you've got Star Tours, which has been great, and they've updated yeah. Star Tours. Uh, you've got Buzz Lightyear, which is fine, a serviceable ride, and mm-hmm. Space Mountain. Does anybody really think of the submarines as part of Tomorrowland? I, I obviously I as I was throwing out my reasons why I don't like yeah. Fantasyland, uh-huh. I forgot about it until right near the end. So. It's it's one of those things where it made sense that it's part of Tomorrowland with twenty thousand leagues under yeah. the sea. Yeah. That was futuristic. This is just not and they don't seem to know is it tomorrow based on science? Is it science fiction? What is it? The whole land just feels oh, yeah. cobbled together. It's bad. I I almost feel like spiteful, like they took my childhood right? favorite land <laughs> and have ignored it. Yeah. And the people mover, they should figure out something about putting it back. And that massive building, which is now, again, it, you know, it's just a big Star Wars mm-hmm. museum gift shop. That is massive real estate. Oh, yeah. Tear it down, put in the Tron ride, <laughs> or do something with it. It's all Sean wants. Yeah. <laughs> but Buzz Lightyear is probably ready to be refurbed or done. Uh-huh. I mean... My, my middleest child will cry when that <laughs> happens. But I think Woody's uh, Roundup in California Adventure... What? No, what's it called? Yeah, uh, uh, Toy Story Mania. Midway yeah, Toy, Mania. Yeah, Midway Mania. Midway Mania, yeah. Yeah, Midway <laughs> we'll Mania <get> <laughs> is just so far superior it in is. technology. Yeah. And, and don't get me wrong, Buzz is fun, but it's being asked to do some really heavy lifting. Yeah. yeah. you got Star Wars, or Star Tours, you got Buzz, and you got Space Mountain. It's a, just a sad land, and it used to be magic. So. Yeah. Well, I feel like now that they have Pixar Pier, it's kind of out of place. I mean, I feel like... Almost the same thing with some of the Star Wars stuff in Tomorrowland. I get that Star Tours is really fun, but now we've got this land dedicated to Star Wars. It may be, as much as I hate to say it, it may be time. I could not agree more. Yeah. Why do we have Star Tours and we have an entire land? Yeah. We got Buzz Lightyear and an entire land. And Space Mountain is just kind of... And Space Mountain is really alone yeah. back there. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's the anchor of the land right now. Yeah. It, it really is. That's the only real real tomorrow thing that really fits back there, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Growing up and, and uh, you know, and actually as a little kid, I have one memory of riding through Journey to Inner Space, uh, Journey Through Inner Space, as well as uh, going on uh, Mission to the Moon, Mission Mars. I mean, it was just such an incredible land. So to fix this land... In my opinion, they should go full on space future, make it a spaceport, but not Star Wars. Yes, space. Yeah, make it a sci-fi future, whatever it is, and put in some attractions. Tron, I know that I'm the, <laughs> Tron's my favorite thing in the world, but Tron would be a great anchor back there. Take mm-hmm. all the sci-fi from Disney and put it in there. Mm-hmm. Stuff that's not Star Wars, not Marvel. But make it, make it a true Tomorrowland. Yeah, Muppets in space. Yeah, <laughs> do a Muppets in space ride would be awesome. Can you imagine how fun that would be? Or even like uh, in the movie theater that they've got back there. 
Yeah. You could do a Muppets in Space 3D adventure. I really yeah. miss Muppet Vision, so that would really make me happy. Muppet Vision was great. Also, though, Honey, I Shrunk the Audience was so fun in that oh, theater. Yeah. yeah. But a, they just, it's kind it of okay. just all forgettable now. Yeah. So. I miss Rick Moranis. I know. <laughs> uh, he is on um, Prop, Prop Culture. Culture. Yes, yeah, that it was, was great so to see him. I have not watched that show what? yet. I really oh, need Prop to see Culture. It. They do a whole Honey, I Shrunk the... Uh, uh, side fun. note, watch the Mary Poppins one, decide you're not going to cry, and then cry. Yeah. It's well, very emotional. I'm sure it is. It's awesome. I'd probably have a hard time. All right, so we agree. This is at the bottom, whether it's number nine, it's number uh-huh. eight. Yeah. We all agree that Tomorrowland, and, and I think I speak, hopefully for all of us, because we love it so much, mm-hmm. we want it to love us back. Yeah. <laughs> like, love me. It's like high school all over again. Please <laughs> pretend that you care. <laughs> all right. So that's Tomorrowland, a number nine and a number eight. And uh, so, Sean, you've already told us your nine yes. and your eight. But let's talk uh, about your number nine is yeah. Toontown. Toontown. Brian, where did Toontown fall for you? Well, this is actually fitting that we're mentioning this because that came in at my number eight. And you guys are not going to believe this, <laughs> but that actually came in as my number eight as well. Nice. Okay, so, so we're basically in agreement. Yeah, these okay. are the bottom two we lands. Agree that these are the bottom two lands. <laughs> Maybe a so. little different, but yeah, in agreement. Yeah. Sean, talk to us about why Toontown was your number nine. Okay, first, I want to preface this with I love Roger Rabbit. I Amen. love the movie yeah. and I love the attraction. Yes. It is one of the best themed lines. Oh gosh, that beyond, line is so that beyond. is in the park. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's almost like Tomorrowland for me, where it's like a lost land. Mm-hmm. Uh, it closes early, <laughs> so by the time I'm like, "Hey, let's go to Toontown," it's usually closed. Uh, and then, like the trolley isn't there anymore. The what was it called the Jolly Trolley Jolly Trolley Trolley. Uh, that kind of rocked you around. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, it didn't go very far. Uh, yeah, fast. But it was small, fun. But it was something to make it a town. I yep. don't know. Um, the theming's great, but it's almost like a little kid playground is what it's basically meant for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's just not a lot there. If it wasn't for Roger Rabbit, I'd probably never go. I feel like... OSHA killed this land. Hmm. Interesting. Go on. <laughs> because I feel like there was so much in this land that people enjoyed, but I feel like so much OSHA regulation has killed it. I feel, I, if I remember right, that's kind of what killed the Jolly Trolley, was mm. the possibility that somebody could, could get run over. walk through that area and get hit. Yeah, but that could happen on Main Street. The bounce house at Goofy's house. Yeah. Somebody could get hurt. Yeah. I I feel like it was regulated into... (laughs) Nothing. Nothing. Except Roger Rabbit. I do like going to Mickey's house. Yeah. You can catch Steamboat Mickey there. Um, You can get Sorcerer Mickey. You can get all the different Mickeys. Uh, But... Usually it's Tuxedo Mickey. Yeah. In, in 1992, <laughs> but, when, when the land was about to open, I remember it was 92, uh, in there, somewhere in there, 91, 92. I remember because I was living down in Chile. I was a missionary down in Chile. Nice. And the girl who I was dating sent me like a seven-page advertisement out of People magazine 
that it was coming out. And I would look <laughs> at it just all the time. I so couldn't wait to get home and check it out. And the first time I walked in, it was magic. You went, uh-huh. you were transformed into a cartoon. And like you mentioned, Brian, there's the bounce house was amazing and there was the ball pit mm-hmm. there was and there was donald uh donald's boat that you you know shot out water yeah and the cool little roller coaster in the back you know the gadget coaster uh which is still you know there yeah um, fine it's nothing to write home about but but it feels like a combination yeah. to me now this is with the exception of roger rabbit it feels like a cross between a mcdonald's playland yeah. kind of like what you said uh, and a, and a fair, a state fair, or something mm-hmm. like it slapped up. And and part of the problem I have with it is it feels like every time something breaks, they just don't fix it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So now a lot of the sound effects, you know, when you press something or move something, haven't been fixed. Uh, the jail cell that you break out of, those bars have been stretched so many <laughs> yes. times yeah. that they don't look like bars anymore. <laughs> yeah. They just kind of sag over to the side. Uh-huh. Like, it was such a magical place to explore and it's not anymore. Uh-huh. In fact, it's <laughs> the last time we heard anything exciting about it, other than, uh, you know, is 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 Runaway Railroad going into Toontown? Yes, they're, so that's, they are putting that in. That's going to be exciting. The only other exciting thing is that people got into a massive fist fight there last year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <yeah>. I forgot <laughs> about that. I did We're too. Screaming and swearing at each other. Uh, That's what this land does to you. Yeah. Um, but it, it just, I, I got to be honest, like, unless I want to ride Roger Rabbit, or if, if I've got my kids and we want to get a nice Mickey picture, but even then, you better time it right, because that line for Mickey yeah. can oh, get yeah. up to an hour, hour and a half. Sometimes it's easier just to go back down to Main Street and catch him there. It absolutely. As much as I love the experience of Mickey's house, sometimes it's just easier because it's such a long yeah. line. And I will say Mickey's house is magical. It is. It, they did the best theming. Minis, too. Uh, they such great theming. I am a Mickey Mouse guy first. Yes. Like I love Mickey. And I took, we had just adopted a a nine-year-old kid. I took him on a trip. It was just me and him, uh, one-on-one. And we walked around the corner, and there was Sorcerer Mickey. And this kid's (laughs) eyes, we had just adopted him, and JC's eyes got so huge, and he ran, sprinted to Mickey. And I've got a picture of it. And I don't know that that happens on Main Street. Yeah. You know, it was touring the house and seeing the vintage stuff in there. But, uh, boy, this is another land that needs a lot of love it and does. attention. I'm wondering with Mickey's Runaway r- Railway, if that's going to bring that any five updates. Times fast. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but I wonder if that's going to bring any updates to the land. Yeah, if they're like just going to be like, it, like they did Fantasyland a few years yeah. ago. It needs it. We all agree. Otherwise, if I'm not going to go on Roger Rabbit, most of the time I just don't go up yep. there. Yeah, I it's just very true. It. And it is a bad sign that it closes two hours before the park. <laughs> Sometimes more. Some nights when it closes at midnight, Toontown will close at 8. Yeah. Typically that's for fireworks, though. It's a fallout zone. That's true. Yeah, but they that could is reopen it after. They, they could. Because they, they reopen Fantasyland. Fantasy Land. It's yeah. true. I feel like they should, but they don't. Well, so we all agree so far. This is yeah. gone, This is where I get the feeling it's going to be so divergent. <laughs> So I we'll guess see. Uh, so we've we've covered everybody's number nine and everybody's number eight. Mm-hmm. Now, this is where it's going to get, I think, a little bit a little <laughs> bit funky. And I'm going to go with my number seven. I think I'm up. 
And my number seven, ooh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to switch these two. <laughs> oh, changing on the fly. I'm already switching these two that my, mm, am I? <laughs> Wait a minute. It's so hard. Oh, gosh, I hate this. All right, I'm going to say my number seven is Critter Country. I'm going to go too. Critter Country. It's yours too, Brian? Yep. <laughs> Okay, so Sean, what's your number seven? Uh, mine was actually Critter Country. Is it really? No, <laughs> really. <laughs> we did not share wow. this with each other. You guys at thought all. I was going to say something. I thought I you were going to say something else. I did. We this all one. have Critter Country as our number seven. This is amazing, guys. I did not think it'd be wow. this close. Wow. And to the audience, as you can tell, we did not share this with each other at all. So I'll start I'm over off... here biting my tongue, like waiting to hear what everybody's going to say. <laughs> so I'll start off with why Critter Country is number seven for me. Um, and I will say, uh, Tomorrowland and Toontown are way, way back as eight and nine. Uh-huh. Critter yes. Country is miles ahead. So whereas yes. I, I was fairly negative about Toontown and Tomorrowland, I'm not about Critter Country. It just has to fall somewhere. It's starting else. to get a little nitpicky. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I love Critter Country. And I love I love Splash Mountain. I'm going to love Tiana's attraction. Yeah, I'm up. sure calling the princess and the frog but i love everything down there and i love it at nighttime when you walk down mm-hmm. along critter country love the winnie the pooh attraction i just love it all and there's a special feeling about it you kind of it's one of those magical places it transforms or you know not transforms you it takes you to <laughs> trans- transport you, transports you thank you it <laughs> transports you to a totally different world it yeah. really is its own land great food down there great views of the river the train coming by overhead it's just Mm -hmm. i i absolutely love critter country yes what do you guys love or maybe not like about critter country oh let me finish sorry the only reason it's seven and it's not (laughs) higher is because there's just not a lot there yeah Yeah. And, and if there was more there you know i don't feel like we really get to critter country until we're you know, kind of halfway past Splash Mountain, kind of that bridge. Mm-hmm. You get to the mansion and you're like, oh, we're right by Critter Country. Let's yeah, go do yeah. that. <laughs> it's kind of like when you get to the bridge. The other thing is you can't walk through Critter Country. Mm-hmm. And so I can walk through most of the lands to get to another land. Uh-huh. You dead end and you have to double back. Yeah. But uh, So that's the only reason why it's down. Uh, when, when Country Bear Jamboree was there, it was a little higher for me because I have a soft spot in my heart. For Country Bear Jamboree. But, <laughs> but uh, how about you guys? How did this end up placing seven? I feel like it went as low as it did for me because I feel like it's a land in transition right now after the announcement of the Splash Mountain change. Okay. Um, I feel like it's going to be transitioning. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe even going away entirely. I don't know for certain if that will happen, if it will get absorbed by New Orleans Square. Uh, I just don't know what's going to happen with it. And just like you were saying, Sean, with the size of it, it's just, it's not a big land. It's something I tend to forget about sometimes. Yeah. Not really forget about, but like you were saying, it's just something I don't really plan on going until I'm probably most of the way I, there. I don't know the casual Disney Disneyland goers know that it's a, a land. Like yeah, I, don't, I think if you ask them, what's this area called that you're in? Whereas... Fantasyland, Tomorrowland, yes. people know they're they're in very land. distinct. Mm-hmm. Critter Country, you know, was bear, you know, bear country. 
it's anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Sean, how about you? Uh, for, for what I like about it. I mean, Splash Mountain, like you said, is just, ah, yes. I love it. Um, but, um, nighttime, you were talking about nighttime, the view from Splash Mountain. Oh yeah. is fantastic. Just being able to see the river and everything. Uh, but yeah, it is a really small land. Uh, there's really not much more I do back there besides ride poo once yeah. or twice. And Splash Mountain in the middle of the day or, yeah. or so. There are some good treats back there. There are yeah. some of the best treats in all of Disneyland yeah. back yeah. there. Yeah, that candy store is fantastic. And the Winnie the Pooh ride is great. Yeah. And there's almost never a line. One of the things I like about going down there at night, as long as the characters aren't down there, it's pretty darn empty. So even oh, yeah. on a packed day, it's somewhere to go walk around. You can take some pictures down there. There's It's fun, and the theming is a lot of fun, too. Yeah. And the Hungry Bear restaurant, it's great. You particularly love the, the Hungry oh, Bear, Oh, right? they've got a blue bacon burger over there lately that I just love. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, so good. If I could admit, I've never eaten anything at Hungry Bear. Really? Yeah. Never. Wow. So. There Bear. is a lot that's like, meh. But uh, they, they, hot dogs they occasionally have something that's really good. And right I do now, love that's blue, bacon blue bacon burgers. Burger. So. And it used to be... That we really liked that area to go eat just because it was a good place to let our kids run around on that deck. Yeah. And also a good place to go change diapers when yeah. we were doing that. So Yeah, that deck is huge. Tons of seating. Uh-huh. And, and there's also, usually not a lot of people there. Yeah, also a great bathroom there. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, True. When you, you kind of step down and duck down below, there's just a terrific bathroom. I don't down think there's there, a lot of so. people that know that there's a bathroom down there. No, either. and and if the Halloween party ever reopens, there's a treat trail right down there yeah. in the same path. Nice. That is almost half the size. Anytime the other treat trails are long, it's pretty short there. Yeah. So, so that's that's all I've got on Critter Country. Great place. I'm I'm yeah. hoping I would love to see it become the New Orleans Bayou. Yeah, I think change it, it will. to Bayou Country. I call it Bayou Country, or just. Make it part the of New Orleans Square and just call it the Bayou, or just call it the Bayou. Yeah, the Bayou. Yeah, but I think it could just be absorbed by New Orleans Square. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally fit the theme. So it's awesome. You've got Love the French it. Quarter that you're in. Then there's the Bayou. And again, at least yep. for me, there's a world of difference between nine and eight, and then seven. Yeah, like I'm specifically mm-hmm. frustrated when I go to Tomorrowland <laughs> yes. and Toontown. Mm-hmm. I have nothing but good feelings. It yeah. just had to go somewhere. Yep. And that's our number I feel seven. like that's a lot of the middle of this. Yeah, holy cow. I just feel like any moment, things are about to completely, <laughs> completely fall apart. Uh, but let's go to our number seven, and that goes to Brian. Ooh. I hate this. <laughs> yeah, we all do. Oh, my oh, number 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 six. We my number nine, six. Eight, we, I guess we've all agreed on seven. Yeah, so. your number six um, is what is Frontierland. Sean, uh, I'm gonna have to go with Frontierland. Sean Rapier has Frontierland. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, this is amazing. Huh. We all have Frontierland. Huh. By the way, this was a game time call for me. I had Critter Country in front of He was about to switched. flip them. He was about to switch them on us, Sean. But I'll but, say right now, for me, the middle three were interchangeable. Yeah, almost I agree. I actually agree with you. And the top three. Yeah. Well, the top two of the top, <laughs> top three. Top two. <laughs> the bottom two sure. of the top three. Yeah. But. All right. So Frontierland, <laughs> kick us off, Brian. That's awesome. Um, 
Wow. That, I almost feel like this kind of has a little bit of the same thing as Critter Country does in that there's not a lot to do. Um, you've got the big thing, of course, Thunder Mountain. Um, you've got the boats. What what else is there really? <laughs> the golden horseshoe, a and, and you do have a shooting the, gallery. You do have the golden horseshoe. Yeah. Um, but really, there's not a lot going on at the golden horseshoe right. these days. Exactly. I've really enjoyed the Christmas show that the Laughing Stock puts on lately. Mm-hmm. But since the golden horseshoe review, or maybe since Benny or not Benny Hill. <laughs> Billy Hill and the Hillbillies. Since they left, it's just kind of been. Yeah, it has just been a little bit meh. Apparently, I hit Siri wants to chime in on this. There's just not a lot there. I feel like there's more in some of the other lands. Yeah, I love it. I I love the theming. I love the ground. Yeah. Yes. It's weird to say this, but I love the ground because you're. Obviously in the frontier area, and there's these prints of horseshoes and boots and stagecoach yeah. tracks going through. I just think that's a really cool touch. Yep. Yeah, absolutely, Sean. Um, so, like he was saying, there's Golden Horseshoe. Dare I say, is almost like a ghost town. Yeah, in there, <laughs> a frontier um, land ghost town. But um, I always find it to be a nice place to go eat. Yeah, because there's not a lot going in there. Uh, so and it's always food. something kids will eat. There's chicken, chicken strips nuggets. in there. Yeah. yeah. And for some reason, they're kids really good always chicken eat nuggets. That. Uh, but, yes, I love the theming. This is where... Okay, so the theming of most of the lands are really top-notch. But uh, Frontierland's really well-themed. Yes. For example, Brian, with the, the ground, having mm-hmm. those uh, horse prints and everything. Um, Thunder Mountain is just so cool. Themed after Bryce Canyon here in Utah. Yeah. Um, and I just like the nods to the past that they have there. Mm. Um, I know with Thunder Mountain, you've still got the, the old town there from uh, Nature's Wonderland, was mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Rainbow Ridge. Um, and Rainbow then, Ridge. I mean, you still have the trail back there from the old, like, stagecoach. Yeah, from the old mine ride. trains. Or um, the, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so as as you're going to Star Wars Land or Galaxy's yeah. Edge, you can actually see that old trail. And they there's have an old one of the old stagecoach stagecoaches yeah. up there. Yeah. Uh, so it's just cool. I think the theming's really cool, and they've got some historic stuff there. Yeah. I just enjoy it. The wooden walkways, I think, are another nice touch yeah. in that area. I forgot about yeah. that. Just it all just feels so old west. Uh, the I, I I don't know. I love it. It was hard to put it this low, yeah. but <laughs> I'm with you. It like we've been saying, it's got to go somewhere. For for me, uh, not because of the food necessarily, but Rancho del Zocalo is Ooh, one of my yes. favorite places. Yeah, good food. Don't get yeah. me wrong, but also because I love the courtyard. Oh, the courtyard yeah. of Rancho del Zocalo is one of the hidden secrets that people mm-hmm. just don't realize is there. You can stretch out a little bit. And they actually have still a water fountain there that you can refill your water. It's very true. And it's right there, and that's awesome. This one's been filled up there several <laughs> times. I think one thing that uh, dings it a little bit, and it's for me it's a little bit like how I feel about Tomorrowland, is the Golden Horseshoe Review. Mm-hmm. Uh, growing up seeing uh, so many amazing shows. That was people, when, when Wally Bogue was there, 
people used to go just to see Wally oh, Bogue. Yeah. That was like, do we have reservations? We're going to yeah. a dinner show. And now it's, and they've tried different things with it. You know, they actually did a, like an all you can eat mm-hmm. restaurant, and like nicer dining in there for a while. Bring back a marquee attraction mm-hmm. there, something oh, yeah. we yeah. all want to go to. I still enjoy the shooting range. Uh, the shooting gallery is just so much fun. Uh, you know, one of the things I don't mind pumping <laughs> pumping some quarters into it and just watching the things that go on. Uh, I love the music. And I mm. also, just to me, no full day at Disneyland is complete uh, without going on the boats. Yeah. I yeah. love the Mark Twain. I just, it's... there's something about being on the Mark Twain and, and hearing the commentary and seeing rivers of america and that is frontier land for me so i yeah, love this even though you think well how much can you really love it right, it's yeah. in number six it's not it's not anything it's doing wrong yep and it has aged well and maybe oh, it's because it has. we know what the old west <laughs> right? was yeah but it is absolutely fantastic and so. the, i gotta say uh during halloween time they've mm-hmm. got the day of the dead all of the there, Day of the Dead stuff is amazing, yeah. Uh, have you ever driven the Mark Twain? Uh, I have not personally, but my son has. I have too. I haven't. You uh, have? Yeah. yeah. It was awesome. Do you have the certificate? I got to pull the uh, the horn and everything. Did they give you a little certificate? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, That's yeah. Awesome. It's uh, quote-unquote signed by Walt Disney. Yeah. It's my just son, a copy of it. <laughs> my son David got it too, so. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. So we all love Frontierland. Yeehaw. You can tell there's... Love the sound of that whistle as I'm walking in from the Mark Twain. Just the music oh, yeah. and then, yeah. uh, you know, the treats there too. That's where they've got uh, corn on the cob and turkey legs oh, and yeah. that little stand right there. All awesome. Yeah. Well, that is great stuff, guys. I'm really happy so far. <laughs> I'm really I'm curious to see how much more this lines up. <laughs> All right. So this takes us to number five. Sean, kick us off with number five. All right, number five is Adventureland. You've got Adventureland as your number five. I okay. Do. Uh I guess I'm next to say my number five is Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Okay. Adventureland. You've nice. got Adventureland, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, let's dive into Adventureland. Yeah. First of all, I have to reveal where Adventureland falls for me. It's my number one, guys. Is it? Really? Adventureland is my favorite land really? in all of wow. Disneyland. And uh, I'll go into it in a minute as to why it's my number one, uh-huh. my absolute favorite. But first of all, sure. Sean, go for it. Uh, so again, great land. I love it. Uh, themed super well. I, you feel like you're in... At a bazaar or in the jungle, mm-hmm. uh, especially with uh, Jungle Cruise and, and Indiana Jones. The theming of it's just fantastic. Classic attraction resides there uh, with Jungle Cruise. Um, I just love it. It's, uh, it's very immersive to me, and all the attractions are fantastic. Tiki Room. Basically, every attraction there I can't miss. Yeah, so. yeah. And Bangle Barbecue. Bangle Barbecue. Yes. And Bangle Barbecue. <laughs> yes. Big reason. Oh, Brian, goodness. talk to us about Adventureland. Oh, it, it's such a fun area. And it I feel like it encompasses so much because um, you've got Tropic with the Tiki Room. You've got kind of like Middle East with the Bazaar mm. and 
I mean, what used to be Aladdin's Oasis, but, um, and then you've got like jungle-ish with Jungle Cruise and, and Indiana Jones. I feel like there's so much that it encompasses. It's a lot of fun to be in there. Um, like Sean said, the, the Bengal barbecue is always one of my favorite places to go get a little snacks and you never can go wrong with meat on a stick. Um, no. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's so much fun in there and, I feel like when you get into that area um, around dusk or later, it gets really cool in there. A lot of lot of atmosphere with like the torches and everything, and it's it's just such a fun land. Um, and it had to go somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> and that's where it went. So this is my number one, and it always surprises people because <laughs> I think I'm the only person on the planet who it's their number one. Uh, it's my number one, a lot of what you just mentioned, Brian. It's my number one, and I'll put a little asterisk in the evening, and I could spend all night there. It's my favorite place to sit. There are the torches and the just unknown. When I was a kid, that whole area, it's a lot of nostalgia for me, uh, that whole area. But like you were saying, Sean, unlike... Critter Country or Tomorrowland, or you know where something anchors it. There's no anchor. I don't no. consider. I don't at all consider Indiana Jones to be the anchor, even though that's the mega attraction. For sure, mm-hmm. the Tiki Room, classic, vintage Disney. You get the kind of the older, the Jungle Cruise. You yes. get the vintage, and then I still consider uh, Indiana Jones to be a newer attraction, uh-huh. even though I remember when, you know, when I was a teenager, <laughs> and and it was built. But then also Bengal Barbecue. Yeah, you get kind of different food for Disneyland, you know, mm-hmm. and they've got a pork belly that's just phenomenal. And then now they've opened up the Tropical Hideaway. Yes. And the Tropical Hideaway is such a cool little tucked away I place. I can't wait to see that. I haven't seen that it's, yet. It's amazing. And they've got great, oh, they got lumpia there that's just delicious. Is that that's, the pineapple lumpia? Uh, they have two different kinds of lumpia at uh-huh. all times. So I don't remember which one we had. But I love lumpia, and it's got a little dipping sauce, and it's amazing. But then also, I love nighttime in Tarzan's treehouse. I just think that it is one of the most underrated things to do, and especially at night. Uh, First of all, it's not as hot. Um, But secondly, there's that one landing you get to that you can look out over the whole park, and you can just see. um, In fact, I'll share on our Instagram and uh, our Facebook a photo that I took there once that every time I show people, you can kind of see the leaves around it and then the whole park at night. That's it's awesome. phenomenal. That's really I cool. Just, it's my favorite place at night. When you walk around, to me, it's the most, it's the most easy to forget that I'm at Disneyland. I'm somewhere else. Yeah. And I think some of the upgrades they've done where they've created more seating mm-hmm. uh, where it was, but there's no part of Adventureland that I go... This could use work. Yeah, when right. are they going to update this? It's a perfect land to me, and it's it's a, it's again it's my favorite. I, I mean, just thinking about it now, <laughs> if I had an open evening, I would go into the tiki room. I'd then go get a, a treat at the Skipper uh, um, or the Tropical Hideaway. I'd go ride Jungle Cruise. I'd go ride Indiana Jones. I'd go up and down the the uh, Tarzan Treehouse. And then I'd finish it off with Bengal barbecue. Yeah. That's a home run of a night. <laughs> oh, and yeah. then just sit and watch the torches and soak yes. up the ambiance. Mm-hmm. So. Anytime I'm leaving the park, I'm usually always leaving from Haunted Mansion because that's usually my last oh, ride. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, but I refuse. When you get to the river, you've got a decision to make. Are you going to go left and go through Frontierland? Mm-hmm. Or are you going to go right up over the bridge and into Adventureland? I never, yeah, ever exit through Frontierland. Yeah. I have to go through Adventureland. It's a magical land. <laughs> it it's is. It's a magical it's, place. It's something about it at night, like yep. you've been saying. Yeah. It's just... It, totally changes that whole area well, even uh, the jungle cruise at night i think it's better at night it is it yeah. is way better jungle cruise is better tarzan treehouse is better it's just fun i mean and and let's talk about i mean how great is the indiana jones ride i mean that it's so yeah that has held up so well over the years it's just been an amazing attraction yeah and then uh, i did have a cast member tell me something about the land hmm. i don't know if it's 100 percent true but uh, she told me what Walt said about Adventureland. Hmm. Uh, because every land at Disneyland uh, that you enter from the hub, you can hmm. see inside, you can see what's there, except for Adventureland. You see that green oh, yeah, I've stone heard wall. Yeah, I've heard this. And uh, she was telling me that Walt planned it that way because Adventure is just around the corner. And so there's a <laughs> lot of turns and twists. Oh, I love it. Uh, and adventure, adventure is out there. Adventure is out there. Love it. What a great <laughs> land. So that's my number one. So total spoiler, you know, that we go to it. But I, I, I actually knew that this was going to be the case. Uh-huh. I don't think I've ever talked to anybody where it's their favorite land. However, all hardcore Disneyland fans I talk to are like you guys, like me, just, ah, mm-hmm. oh, we love it yeah. and we love it at night. Oh, so yeah. awesome. Well, so we had to, we all had to break up <laughs> at some point. Yes. Uh, so that was your number five, right? Yes, yep. sir. So let's jump into my number five, which was Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Yes. A uh, place I haven't been, but still had to rank. <laughs> Brian, where did you end up putting Galaxy's Edge? I had Galaxy's Edge at number three. Number three, okay, Just cool. because I know my love of Star Wars. Yep. You haven't been there. I haven't been but there, but you've, I've, you've seen, seen, all I've seen everything about it. I've seen what you guys have gone and seen. I've... I've Tried to take in all that I can. I've watched ride videos. So I have a pretty good idea of what the land's all about, even though I haven't been there. But I know when I walk in there and I see the Millennium Falcon sitting you there. fall to your knees and weep. I am going to cry. <laughs> yeah, it's I know I am going to cry. Awesome. Yeah, where did uh, where did Star Wars Galaxy's Edge uh, It also landed on number three. Number uh, three there were well. two lands oh I felt. I, I wonder if ours is there, the exact but... same. Yeah, you guys might have the same. <laughs> All right, so talk to us about why it plays number three. And I will say for our listeners, uh, the first time we went, Sean and I went together. Yep. Yes. Uh, we went uh, together. You left me at home. There. I left you at home. Brian yeah. was well invited. I, I was. I remember Brian I was. saying, I'm <laughs> yeah. not going, I can't. I, I wish I, I could. I remember but... putting your name on the reservation. Yes. Because yes. I was like... He might want to go to this. I wish I could yeah. have, but I couldn't do that. But Sean and I went uh, during the previews yeah. when you had a slotted time and stood out in the boiling sun waiting to go in. <laughs> yes. But tell us tell us why Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. We're getting into the high stuff oh, now. We are. At three. Yeah. Tell us why it's way up there for you. Uh, so I love Star Wars, I think. At least I know Brian probably loves it as much or more than me. And then I don't know what if you're... Love of Star Wars is as high as not as high mine. as you guys certainly, uh, but I do. Love you kind of told Wars. me that before we went. Yeah, uh, I mean, I was five when Star Wars the original came out. Uh, so I wasn't like born all, like all kids. I did <laughs> love Star Wars. Yeah, uh, but 
it just uh, talk about immersion into another literal yes. world. Yeah. Um, and just being in Star Wars, it gives me goosebumps just like thinking about it, talking about it. But uh, just the ambiance. Uh, I don't know if you remember, but you would hear like aircrafts flying yeah. above you. I even it's like amazing. looked up because yeah. uh, it just sounded so real. Um, we weren't there when Rise of the Resistance was open. No. None of us have been on Rise of the Resistance. But so. just how they theme everything, the stores. It's like uh, the First Order has a shop, a recruitment center set up for you to buy their stuff. Resistance also has theirs. Uh, with the app, it was just yeah, really incredible. cool. And just being able to fly the Millennium Falcon was like a dream come true. So, uh, And you're really in control of it. Yeah, you really do fly like it, it's for just, sure. It's, we tried every position. Yeah. Uh, it was just... It was incredible. Drinking blue milk. And and the surprises. There are so many little surprises of stormtroopers walking through and a rebel who's hiding and running by you telling you not to tell the stormtroopers where they are. It really feels like anything could happen. I hope they Uh, maintain that. Me too. Tomorrowland used to have astronauts walk around and and Frontierland used to have cowboys walking around and they've kind of gone away from that Mm. i really hope that star wars maintained or that galaxy's edge maintains it oh yeah and i remember you went to the bathroom i was out there and uh they have this like water tank outside and a little one-eyed monster pops out (laughs) i was back in yeah, it's at, just... at, at the drinking fountain. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's right by the drinking fountain. So it fountain. looks like the tube is going down, <laughs> yeah. like you're drinking water with a monster, <laughs> disgusting monster. It's in just it. so cool. Uh, and all the stores wait. are just themed so well. Yeah. Uh, Doc Ondar's Den of Antiquities. Yeah, that was neat. With that animatronic in there. It's, man, if I didn't have these two lands above it that had to be in one yeah. or two, uh, that would be way up there. So. For, for me, it fell at number five. I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan in the world. I enjoy the Star Wars. Uh-huh. I was impressed. I was blown away by it. And really, its sentimentality for the other lands that won out over it uh-huh. is why it's at number five for me. Uh, I could have easily put it at four, three, two. It's mm-hmm. it's an amazing, amazing land. It's the most immersive part. I mean, they thought of everything. And you yes. really do. You leave... Uh, if I were to knock it for anything, it's that if you are not a mega Star Wars fan, it's kind of a quicker land. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there are two amazing attractions. I haven't been on Rise of the Resistance, but I'm excited for it. But otherwise, if you're not deep into Star Wars, it's neat to see. Uh, you know, the the restaurant is fantastic. That's cool. <laughs> great food. And it, it is fun. Don't get me wrong. It's really fun. But if you're not like way into it, it's sort of look walk around and look around a bit. Um, but it's huge too. It shocked me how big it is, and it is a it's a wonderful place, a really really neat place. Brian, I'm super excited. Oh, to hear I know. Your feet. I kind of want to so. go when you go. Yeah. Next, because I just want to see just to see yeah. your response. I cannot wait. <laughs> I want to record your face because I am that Uber Star Wars <laughs> fan that is going to soak up every little bit I can. I will be saving my money because I will be going to Savi's workshop. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I have to do that. I have to. Gotta get that lightsaber. 
that Star Wars was my childhood. Yeah. I grew up on Star Wars. I remember yeah. watching our grandpa's original yeah. <laughs> VHS copies of these movies. I remember going with my parents to seeing the special edition re-release at the Cynodome yes. here in Riverdale where we're sitting right now. <laughs> yep. One of the best theaters to ever have existed. And that's gone now, but um, I don't know. I just, I cannot wait to see this land it's in person. It I can't really wait incredible. for you to see it. No, I, I can't wait to go on Rise of the Resistance. Yes. Oh, yeah. What Come a on. ride. Come on. What, a, what an <laughs> overall up. attraction experience. Open up. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I think we we covered that. So we covered our number fives. Uh, and let's see, who who went last? I don't remember. You did. We I did. So oh, <laughs> no, wait, no. Yeah, Sean just you gave just us his went. number five. Uh, yeah, but I think you kicked it off. You kicked I it did off. Kick it off. Then yes. You did kick it, it off. So is it to me? Sean's for, okay. So it's to me for number four. We'll see if we get some alignment on it, because there are still a few out there. <laughs> there are. Uh, number four for me is Main Street USA. Interesting. Yeah. Brian, how about for you? What's your number four? Main Street USA. Oh, really? okay. Yep. We're aligned again. Sean? I had Fantasyland. Oh, Fantasyland. me and Sean have parted. Oh, man. <laughs> we have parted well, ways. We're still, we're still doing pretty well. So yeah. let's start off with Main Street, and then we'll find out where we placed with Yeah with uh fantasy land so i've got main street i'll i'll kind of kick that off where for me main street and again this main street could be number one i mean th- uh, these are all so close yes. i love main street i love walking down i like if we get to the parks first thing in the morning i'm a rush to a ride guy i want to get on i want to get on as many rides as i can if it's not first thing in the morning, though, I want to stroll Main Street. Yes. I want to take it easy. I want to enjoy it. And sometime when the parks are busy, especially, it's a great time. I love great moments with Mr. Lincoln. Mm-hmm. I love the hokey 70s music of it. I love the, uh, <laughs> you know, I still get emotional with one more blue, one more gray. Oh, the two brothers. I just, yes. Yeah. And I just, when, when Mr. Lincoln stands up, it blows me away. I love the Disney Gallery up at the front i like walking through the shops i love the window displays uh, i love and i love the little things that true disneyland fans notice you know when you go by walt's apartment and when you go by and you see some of the names of the imagineers and disney legends up on the walls it's fantastic i just think it's such a beautiful wonderful place it's like it's the gateway to the magic mm-hmm. so to me everything about it i i never start off on the train uh, at Main Street Station. I may go through there later. I may get on it later. But I walk down Main Street. So oh, yeah. that's what Main Street means to me. Brian, you had it at the same place. Yeah, kind of what you were saying. That Main Street is where it all begins. Yep. It is the entryway to the magic of that is Disneyland Park. And I absolutely adore great moments with mr lincoln if it ever goes away i will riot um, there's just it something worked for the uh for the little theater it did yeah. it, it did i feel Mouse like theater. word on the main street spearheaded that no, effort for sure. For sure. Um, <laughs> but there's just something about main street and walt's whole idea of the small town feel very americana very marceline um, very marceline very Marceline. If you've ever seen old pictures of Marceline during the time that Walt would have been there, 
it was it was home for Walt, and there's awesome. a reason I feel like he had an apartment on that street. Um, typically, typically when I go, it's in the Christmas season at the parks, and with the way that my little family works, we don't usually make it for rope drop. So I am the slow stroll love down it. Main Street I love every it. time we get the picture by the Christmas tree and just slow stroll down Main Street listening to the Christmas songs going, smelling the the gingerbread and all the peppermint oh. and everything. And it's just... Love it. I love that area. And just being able to see the castle at the end, just do that long, stroll, slow stroll down Main Street is incredible. And every time I leave, I leave by Walt's apartment. Mm. Awesome. I have to. During, during the other days of my trip, it doesn't matter. But when I'm leaving the park, until next time, I have to say goodbye to Walt. That is beautiful. Love it. Sean, talk to us about Main Street. <laughs> You, you want to know where it landed, I guess? Yes. Uh, that was my number two. That was your number two. Wow, I, I love it. There. I could have done that too. You know um, what, Sean? I could have guessed that because yep. having gone to the parks a few yeah. times with you, <laughs> I know how much you love it. And I'm going to tell a story about you and yes. me on Main Street yeah. at the end, but go ahead. Uh, so I I just love Main Street. Uh, it's almost emotional for me mm-hmm. uh, to be on Main Street. Uh, just walking into the park, that's when you feel like the magic right and it's almost like the spirit of walt is there um and i've been to other parks well other park (laughs) and you don't feel that it's just a certain feeling uh right there on main street at disneyland uh so that is definitely why it's number two Mm. it's just got that it's got that feeling um and you just feel like you're home you know yeah um and like you were saying it's it's 100 marceline uh, you know that that's what he was going for. You know that he wanted it to be home. So I just love it. Love it a lot. It's awesome. <laughs> so one of the times that Sean and I were there, uh, was this for, this was for the late night. Yeah. I think this so. was Disney after dark. We went to Disney after dark, uh, throwback night. And, uh, we really slow shuffled our way out of the park. <laughs> <laughs> and there is a little shop where there's a porch mm-hmm. and a bench. And there, there's always My someone sitting spot. there. <laughs> but there happened to be no one sitting there. So Sean and I sat down and we were watching people exit. And one of my favorite things is parents holding drooped over, passed out kids on oh, their yeah. shoulders. It's just, I love seeing that. But we sat there and we watched and nobody noticed that we were there. And we didn't say anything. <laughs> And so all of a sudden, there was nobody there. The nighttime workers started showing up, and we just sat and sat. And finally, a security guard came walking by, and he looks over, <laughs> and he goes, what are you guys doing? <laughs> Sorry, you got to exit the park. So then we slowly walked out, and uh, we were the... Well, there was one other couple with us uh-huh. that they were getting really angry with. Yeah. <laughs> with us, they didn't get angry, but... Uh, yeah, they just followed us out, basically. Yeah, but we were pretty much the last people out of Disneyland. That's awesome. And when we got to the end, closer to Main Street Station to look down Main Street and see no one at night. And it was Disney after dark, so it was like 2 o'clock in the morning to see Main Street empty and all the twinkling lights. Magic. Doesn't get better. Well, it does because that's my second. (laughs) Yeah, still number two. Do you have a favorite treat Um, on Main Street? That's tough. Um, 
Ooh, I don't know, man. Um, churro. I mean, that's they got just the churro cart right it's there. It's just the classic Disneyland snack, even though it didn't start till the eighties, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I love getting a churro, Gibson Girl ice cream. Oh yeah, I love going in there. Um, yeah, it's all, it's, just it's all about usually the, anything at Coke Corner is pretty good. Yeah, so. it's all about the English toffee. Love the English toffee. All about the English toffee. That's probably it. I didn't yeah. even think about that. Yeah. Uh, I can get a churro anywhere. I can't true. get English toffee anywhere. And I must say, the Eggs Benedict at Carnation Cafe. Yeah. Never had good. that. Pretty good. I don't think I've had that either, but I love Carnation Cafe. It oh, is yeah. very good. Boy, very we all good. love Main Street. And a tip for listeners, if you have not been to the flag retirement ceremony, do it. You are missing out. It is an emotional, wonderful thing. Yes. A lot of times, uh, U.S. veterans will will be there, mm-hmm. and they'll have either something like a hat that you know they served in Vietnam or they served wherever, and they'll be standing there saluting the flag, and uh, the Dapper Dan's will come out and sing, or someone will come out, and it's a very emotional, beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And as we lose more and more of Americana, mm-hmm. it's a refreshing, wonderful yes. thing. You do that. You stroll down Marceline Main Street, whatever Main Street, Disneyland, but it's it's a reminder of yeah. Americana. And I just love every season. It's just decorated. Oh yeah, it's decorated like every city would decorate back uh-huh. in that day. Yes, you know what yeah. I mean. Like they just Absolutely. go over the top. Um, but love it. That's fantastic. All right, so we got to get back to you, Sean, because <laughs> uh, your number four was Fantasyland. Correct. So. Uh, first of all, before we jump into Fantasyland, Brian, where did Fantasyland fall for you? <laughs> Fantasyland was my number two. Nice. Ah, and <laughs> Fantasyland was my number three. So we had a two, three, four. <laughs> nice. Yeah, Fantasyland was my number three. And by the way, Main Street and Fantasyland switched back and forth so many times because mm-hmm. they just, to me, they're kind of connected to each other. Yeah. But yeah, Fantasyland was my number three, your number two. Sean, tell us why Fantasyland came in for you at number four. Uh, Even where you just said that they are kind of connected. Uh, I feel like that was kind of Walt's playground over there in Fantasyland, as was Main Street. It was just like, to me, it felt like those lands were his home. Um, I'd love to see him on like the merry-go-round and stuff like that. Mm. Uh, But Fantasyland is just a place where you can feel like a child again you relive those movies that maybe you haven't seen in a long time mm-hmm. um and you just get you get to live that childlike wonder i guess uh riding in mr toad's car or flying around in neverland so yeah. i just love it uh i do feel like a kid in other parts of the park but this really brings out that child in you so i just i love it mm-hmm and Brian, you've got it at number two. This is high, high for, praise for Fantasyland. All those exact reasons. Yeah. Because it's such a reminder that, yes, we all grow up, but inside of every grown-up is still that little kid. Yep. And just all the nostalgia that's in Fantasyland, um, probably my favorite attraction in fantasy land it's a small world me and sean oh, yeah. have talked about that with mm. having our connection with our grandfather that being his awesome. favorite attraction um there's there's a magic about fantasy land that isn't everywhere in the park i don't feel like but 
there's definitely a magic about Fantasyland, mm-hmm. and there's not much that can beat it. Obviously, yeah. there was one thing that could, <laughs> but and on your how you can grow up, grow old. Yeah, but there's always that kid inside. About Grandpa, you've heard this story, I'm sure. He did not want to go to Disneyland. Uh-huh. He had no interest in Disneyland, mm. but that was his favorite trip. Like. That brought out the kid in our grandpa, I believe. Yeah. And uh, he was a big Disney fan then, after that. so It's amazing. For me, a place so high, uh, I mean, number three, because of that magic. The same thing you guys are talking about. It's also there are so many attractions so close. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. We had uh, one night, you know, they... They closed down because of the fireworks. They, they closed down. You can't be in Fantasyland. They put up a rope. Um, we found out that, that you can kind of rope drop Fantasyland. Mm-hmm. So my daughter <laughs> and I lined up, and they were opening up at, like, say, 9 o'clock and closing the whole park at 10. And our goal was to do all of Fantasyland. Yes. <laughs> uh, and it was a pretty busy night. But because we rope dropped it, we ran straight to Peter Pan, went from Peter Pan to Mr. No, sorry. Uh, Alice in Wonderland had opened earlier. So we had already gone on Alice, rope dropped into Peter Pan, over to Mr. Toad, over to Snow White, to Pinocchio, out to Small World. We didn't do the the Mad Tea Party because I don't enjoy that attraction. (laughs) But there's so much whimsy. And I mean, the Storybook Land boats. And, you know, there's just so much to see there. It could be its own park. Oh, for sure. You know, it could be its own its own thing. And to get swept up as me as a little kid in Pinocchio and Snow White, I love all those attractions. And then even walking through the castle. Just you get to walk mm, in yeah. the castle. Uh-huh. How amazing is that? Yeah. It's a magical place, the carousel. But then even little things like trying to pull the sword out of the stone. <laughs> yes. Which is so fun. Or looking up at Snow White and seeing the witch come to the uh, window. Every 45 seconds. It's it's amazing. It's an amazing place full of surprises. Even right there by Alice in Wonderland, the little hat store. When you're trying on a hat and the, the mirror, the Cheshire Cat shows yes. up. Oh, yeah. I in forgot the mirror, about that. Yeah, the projection. <laughs> that to me is what makes it so magical. Um you know, it's it's just a place that for kids to see the looks on their faces is incredible. And I do love Storybook Land boats. I, I love mm-hmm. seeing the little villages. And in the evening, it's even better. And you get to go through Monstro's Mouth. And <laughs> just everything about it is whimsical. This would have been easily number one for me, too. Like, I oh, could yeah. argue it being number one, but it's, it's phenomenal. So that's why I placed it number three. So four, three, and two. Uh, that's awesome. So uh, I think we've covered three... I think we only have one left, guys. Uh, I think that there's only... I've yeah. only got one left. And and I've only got <laughs> one left. So I think we've covered every Which land I believe now. should be somebody's number so two. It's, and it's somebody's number, number one. <laughs> so go ahead and tell us, guys, what your number one is. Who wants to do it? I will. All right. Uh, my number one is New Orleans Square. Ditto. And that is my number two right behind Adventureland. But again, I could make the argument, really, Adventureland, New Orleans Square, and Fantasyland are the trifecta for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, am, I am so happy in all three of those places. 
Yeah. So who wants to talk first about their great love of Are you sure? New Orleans Square? I uh-huh. think it should be you, Sean, because Brian kind of started last time. <laughs> yeah. So Sean, kick us off with New Orleans Square. Uh, obviously, it's got my two favorite attractions in it, uh, Haunted Mansion and uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, but the theming of the land, I just love. Um, I was never in the heyday of New Orleans. I wasn't alive then. But I imagine it's themed really well to that. <laughs> so uh, well that a mayor campaigned. That's true. <laughs> with photos of Disneyland's New Orleans. <laughs> Instead of her own. Um, uh, that's right. But to me, there's nothing better in Disneyland than grabbing some Mickey Mouse beignets, mm. a mint julep, and just sitting there listening to the jazz music playing and watching the Rivers of America with that uh, steamboat going by so mm-hmm. i mean that to me is disneyland if i could only do one thing that's probably what i would do i don't know maybe i'd go ride the haunted mansion but <laughs> but it's well, just i think it's the same thing as sean was saying with his number one like if you had one night to go that's the land you go and be. do all the things and it's a great night yeah um, yeah absolutely i enjoy all the food there cafe orleans uh the french market Somebody could get you in, Club 33. Hint, hint, anybody that has the ability. <laughs> can, I, can I just mention again that I've been there several times? Yeah, you can. Yeah, I've been yeah. there several times. That was what brought uh, Sean to us Yeah, the first, first episode place. I did, Word on the Main Street, was yeah. about Club 33, what it's like. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the Blue Bayou. Blue Bayou is fantastic. I think the food's fantastic. Amazing. And I think the ambiance is fantastic. Yeah. Um, there's, I can't think of anything in New Orleans I don't like. Uh, Doctor Facilier hanging out yeah. in the. You never know where you're gonna find in the it. nooks and crannies of New Orleans Square. Yeah, it's just to me, it's very authentic. Yeah, um, and then you've also got uh, the wrought iron with Walt's initials and Roy's initials. Uh, it's just, it's awesome, and you can tell. I think you can tell Walt liked New Orleans quite a bit yeah uh, but that's all i got brian anything <laughs> to add to why you love new orleans square now you're number one all those all those same things for sure um haunted mansion of course my all-time favorite attraction Pirates of the caribbean close second um yeah just all those same things just there's something about that area um like you were just barely saying, I feel like Walt had a connection with that area. Um, I do also enjoy the holiday time in that mm-hmm. area. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of Nightmare Before Christmas these days. I really do enjoy that. Yep. I wish that it didn't last quite so long because I would <laughs> yeah. like to experience the Haunted yeah. Mansion as it is yep, through sure. most of the year during Halloween time. But I do really enjoy the Haunted Mansion holiday, um, being able to go in and see what the gingerbread house looks like every year. Um, it's always, it seems like they're always upping their game when it comes to the, mm-hmm. the gingerbread house inside the Haunted Mansion holiday. But For sure. um, there's nothing better, like Sean was saying, than going and getting some beignets and a julep and just sitting, listening to the Royal Street Bachelors jambalaya jazz band whoever it is these days i don't know straw hatters used to play out there um i don't know it's just an iconic 
iconic place to be. It's awesome. If I had to choose one favorite place in all of Disneyland, it may be the Blue Bayou. There's something about sitting at the Blue Bayou and the hearing the sounds and seeing people about to go on Pirates of the Caribbean. (laughs) There's just something so peaceful and the food is fantastic. Don't hate uh, me, guys, but I've never eaten there. What? Uh, really? Yeah, I've never, be, never eaten well, there. It's one of two places where you can get what I think is the single best food in all of Disneyland, which is the Monte Cristo. Ooh, yeah. Uh, yeah. If you're ready to gain 12 pounds from two <laughs> bites of a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. uh, that and uh, Cafe Orleans are the only two places you can get that. Uh, and, and have a mint julep and hang out. I love the little side street. Uh, when you get off of Pirates, if you turn left instead of right, that little side street that leads back to the bathrooms and the, the mm-hmm. uh, railroad station back there. I just love that little street mm-hmm. and the little shops that are back there. And when it's quiet, you just feel... And I've, I've been in New Orleans twice. It feels like a back side street of New Orleans. Yeah. I just love it. I love everything about it. That's why this land was number two. But again... This fantasy land and adventure land, I can make arguments for all three being my sure. number one. I spend a lot of time there. Haunted Mansion is way, way up there on my list. Oh, it's so I, good. <laughs> I don't think I've mentioned it on this podcast, but you know, my grandfather uh, was a foreman on Pirates of the Caribbean, um, and recently, my father gave me my grandfather's old hand drill. That he used while he was working yes, on Pirates so of the Caribbean. Cool. So I now have uh, some of the tools that he used to build Pirates of the Caribbean. That's so incredible. it's a special place. And in fact, we love uh, New Orleans Square so much that um, when you are on the steps, like if you're watching Fantasmic, there are the kind of steps that lead down to the water. There are wrought iron railings there, and they have a twist in them as they go up. Mm-hmm. And we were watching Fantasmic, and we had wooden railings in our house, and the spindles were getting bad. And so I took a photo and actually gave it to our local uh, iron shop. And now the spindles in my house have the same twist as yeah. the ones oh, in New Orleans Square. So awesome. we had them custom make a little twist in our, our wrought iron. really cool. I love it. It's a beautiful land. It's quintessential Disney. I love Fantasmic. But again, back to the nighttime. It's the night. It's the place to be at night during Halloween when they get the mist oh, going yeah. on in there. I think Halloween-wise, it's the single best place to be. The oh, cadaver yeah. dance floating the out, cadaver the dance out of singing. America. Oh my gosh! So I love it. It's number two for me, but again, easy to make the argument for number one. Yeah. Going back to you talking about that back street, if you take a left out of the exit of Pirates, it actually used to be one of my all-time favorite places to go before they closed it off to become the new Club 33 entrance. It was the Court of Angels. Yeah, that that staircase that went up, and it was just an awesome place to go and take a picture. Yeah, it was beautiful. And then, you know, they've got the artists there doing the caricature drawings, or you can get the umbrella with your name on it. Mm -hmm. It's just very classic vintage Disney, and I hope they never make too many sweeping changes. While we've talked about lands that need remodeling, don't remodel that one. Leave it alone. Just leave it alone. (laughs) Just go to our eight and nine. Yes. Do some work. Put your effort in there. Yes. The rest of the park is just (laughs) fine. Leave it alone. Well, that's our list, guys. I'm shocked at how close we were. I was was sure that somebody's nine was going to be somebody's (laughs) one. And there was a lot more similarity than I thought there would be. A lot of synergy. So... 
Uh, for you, our listeners, what did we get wrong? If you want to jump up and defend why yes. Tomorrowland's the greatest, we want to hear from you. Come check us and out I on Instagram. I will promptly tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> I don't see the big Toontown defending army coming out no. and boycotting our show. But hey, if, you, if we're wrong, you know, the wonderful thing about Disneyland is that... Uh, I was about to say the wonderful thing about <laughs> That's Tigers. what I was thinking. The wonderful thing about Disneyland. Disneyland's a wonderful thing. Um, but the wonderful thing about it is that it's so personal. And the older I get, the more I appreciate it. Is that whatever it is that's your favorite, it's tied to memories. You guys talked about your grandfather. I talked about my grandfather. I talked about my son. You talked about your kids. It's all very personal. And it's the experiences that we have that makes it the happiest place on earth. So, but we'd love to hear from you on Facebook, on Instagram. Tell us what we got wrong, what you love, and why, or why you agree with us. We'd love to hear it again. We are on Facebook and Instagram. We would love your suggestions for episodes. Send us a message. Let us know what episodes you want. And again, go check out Word on the Main Street. Uh, it's every single week it comes out. You can get it wherever you get your podcast, likely wherever you're listening here. You can also get Word on the Main Street. Brian, Sean, this was so fun. I actually think oh, this yeah. was more fun than the dark rides even. As much as I had fun with the dark rides, this was oh, this yeah. was great. This was great. This got me reminiscing around the entire park, mm. and I right and I, now with the the COVID. This was almost torturous. It was hard, right? <laughs> now it's kind of killing me. I want to walk out of here and go to New Orleans yeah. Square. Go to Adventureland. I, I want to go to Adventureland and heck. At look this at point, the, the torches. I'd take ten skewer. minutes in Toontown. All <laughs> <laughs> right, or tomorrow. Tomorrowland. I I would wander around tomorrow. I would lean up against the tracks of the People Mover just to hang out there. Yes. Well, guys, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy the show, we'd love for you to leave us a five-star review or share this on your social media. Tell your friends about it. And for right now, especially with COVID, this is the closest we can get to Disneyland. So we hope you enjoyed it. Thanks so much for tuning in. Brian, Sean, thank you again for, for joining me this week. And we will see you guys next time on the Castle Collective. Bye-bye. Adios. Bye-bye. Thank you.